Tedesco. Long ball, try assist, Josh Adokar, first try scorer. The Fox got the first, and New South Wales lead 4-0. Oh! Intercept! Luttrell, has he got the speed? He looked for the Fox. The Fox not coming. Coates is coming from the far end. Luttrell still going, hanging on, still going, still going. Scores the try. 90-metre run to the line from Latrell Mitchell. This goes New South Wales down a short side. Tedesco's Tedesco there. Yeah. And then he's beating tackles. And he's beating another one. Carries his head. Oh, there's another little flick. And now it's to, to Murray. This time gives it to Turbo. Turbo. Go the Fox. Fox on the outside. Turbo team. on the inside. There we go. Try number three, New South Wales. This time they get it right. Uh, the Tyro from Tamora. No, no penalty. Comes to Tedesco. Yeah, there it is. Set restart. Go, Teddy. Oh, flick Teddy. Pass. Fox. Ah, go, Foxy. There it is. Foxy gets the Brilliant stuff. That is the NRL Nation call of Jimmy Smith and cohorts, of course, last night. The Blues call, the one-sided call, and it was a one-sided game, 26-0 State of Origin 2 in Brisbane. And, Jimmy, great call, mate. And if you're a Blues fan, you're up and about today. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Oh, Hello, Tim. How are you? Sorry, just a little distracted there after the State of Origin series victory. <laughs> State of Origin could be a simple game when one team is simply bigger, faster and stronger. That's a headline I've read this morning. Oh, they just, they were superb. You know, there's lots of reasons why they have played so well. And, and the, the, the scary thing about this from a Queensland point of view, I actually thought their first 40 minutes was pretty good. They, they played well. They played with plenty of energy. They were... Clearly, clearly there physically, but in the end, New South Wales go to halftime. They're leading 18 points to nil, and they've probably left a couple of tries out there as well, and that's on the back of Queensland and playing so well. Like They've just littered with superstars, as you say. Physically, they're outstanding. Mentally, they're, they were trained to the minute by Brad Fiddler. It was just... To, to think, Timmy, in a State of Origin series, both these games have been played in Queensland mm. and the aggregate score is 76 points to six. This is unheard of. The Queensland halcyon days, Lockyer, Thurston, Smith, Slater, Inglis, Cronk, those sides, um, well, this is a shadow of that former group. Not, not, not short of effort and trying, but it must be said, this Blues team is just relentless and they are bulls. Everything they do is at 100% and they hit hard. doesn't matter what size they are. The funny thing about that great Queensland side that you mentioned where they won eight series in a row and all those great players, and you look at those those teams and you think, well, you look back at it now and you just say, well, they had too many great players. You, you just couldn't beat them. Only once was the series won 3-0. So only once did they clean sweep during that period. You know, these were close, hard-fought contests, and that's what this series hasn't been. And, and you know, we love to get ahead of ourselves, New South Wales. We won game one. We said, right, Dynasty... Dynasty started here, and you think, oh, geez, that sounds a bit awkward. But when you, you start looking at it now, there are so many of these players in this New South Wales side. Tommy T is 24. Latrell Mitchell's 24. James Tedesco's been around forever. He's only 28. There's, there's, you get the sense that this is going to be the situation for a long time. Queensland were missing a couple, and a couple of them were really important. Harry Grant, you know, Kalen Ponga, uh, AJ Brimson. We know Reese Walsh will get in there eventually, but... Yeah, they'll have to play really, really well to stop this blue side. Talking to Jimmy Smith after last night's 26-0 win by New South Wales in State of Origin 2. Can you give our listeners over here in Perth a bit of perspective in regards to the 
late withdrawal from the Queensland team, a player that was deemed not eligible, and why it took so long for this to come to, uh, to come to bear? Not really, no, no. Which is which is really embarrassing for our code, to be honest. The fact that this is a young man, Ronaldo Molotalo. So to explain, you have to be in Australia before the age of thirteen. He got to Australia age thirteen and ten months. His parents moved across from New Zealand. Um, they wanted a better future for their son. They came to to Brisbane. He immediately started playing, or had been playing rugby league, but played with the local team. And he's an elite level player. So. He plays under-15s for Queensland. He plays under-18s for Queensland. He plays under-20s for Queensland. The two NRL contracts that he signs and lodges with the NRL both tick the box, say, I am eligible for Queensland. And yet, when he's called into the squad and there's the late withdrawal from Reese Walsh, it's not until someone across social media says, hey, you better check this because I don't think he came to this country in time. And then he's asked to pull out of the match and Xavier Coates comes in and the night before he didn't know he was playing in an origin, you know, that that's really unfair. I, I think the NRL should have used their discretionary powers and said, mm. look, uh, rules are rules. We understand that. But in this situation, Ronaldo can play the game. They didn't. They held him out. The crazy thing about it is, Timmy, that there's every chance that he will be playing state of origin three for Queensland when it's played here in New South Wales. 52,273 fans in Brisbane last night. So they've been pumped twice now in State of Origin. The Broncos are on their knees. This is a long way back, isn't it, for Queensland Rugby League, the powerhouse that they are. I know you tell me that Broncos, and you've said it on this show many times, how big a club they are, their support base is huge, and they can get it back together, and they might get it back sooner rather than later. But at the same time, is it's time to dine out on their, um, on their troubles right now, especially if you're a New South Welsh person. Yeah, and I, th- I think, yeah, that's and that's part of the attraction to it too because, you know, the the Queenslanders have such pride in what they do with their rugby league and, and rightly so. Like, you know, they have produced some outstanding players and they've had a great system and, and they've had the great names, the biggest names in the sport were playing in that jersey. But that's not the case now. And, you know, there's, there's the, now the last, three of the last four series have gone the way of New South Wales and, and last year was the massive upset where Queensland got it done in third game at Suncorp Stadium under the brilliance and genius of, of Wayne Bennett. But you're right, Timmy, that seems an age ago, doesn't it? And it's, it's a long way back for the Broncos. It's, there's a number of decisions that have got them in the position they're in. That's um, going to take a long while for them to come out the other side. And you get the sense that even though there are these talented kids for Queensland, that are coming through. That's going to be a long time whilst New South Wales dominated interstate series. And oh, don't you just love it? <laughs> uh, Paul Green, the coach of Queensland, has come under some heavy criticism because he's tried to delicately place, knowing full well that he probably didn't have the the cattle to be the underdog. Mate, we're the underdog. We're the underdog. It's us versus them. We're backs against the wall. Has he spent too long trying to play that card and not enough on trying to actually win the games? We actually spoke to Cameron Smith this morning on the radio and, and he was being very diplomatic about it. And and look, Paul has a clause in his Queensland contract that if he gets an NRL job that he can walk away from that one. He will get a second year in charge of Queensland. He'll get the opportunity to redeem himself because you know it's very unfair to let someone just walk in there for, for one year. So he's got to put his stamp on the side. But timing's everything, Timmy. You know, the to- the timing to be the Queensland coach was... When you are Mal Meninga, a legend of state of origin and a legend of Australian rugby league, and you walk in and there's all these great, great 
stars around, or they mightn't have been superstars at the time, but they soon became that, and mostly at the origin level. But, you know, Paul's come into a time now where, you know, he wanted to continue with his coaching. He, he saw the opportunity there uh, with Queensland, and they gave him that job. And you sometimes you've got to be careful what you wish for, don't you? But um, it, it's a like everything was set up for Queensland in this series. The two games in Queensland, the first two games in Queensland, meant that they were going to have the best opportunity to start the series well. I can only imagine what's going to happen down in New South Wales, wherever we play this game, and that's to be determined yet because of the lockdown that we're in in Sydney. But wherever we play this game, New South Wales will be prohibitive the odds that they start favourite. What happens uh, on the local front in regards to the competition? What's the, the key fixtures coming up this weekend? Mate, this is incredibly challenging. Um, we, we think that the Storm are playing the Roosters at Newcastle on Thursday, and that'll kickstart things. But beyond that, you know, Penrith, Penrith have been going so well. They had a big game on Friday night. They got the local derby, you know, the the duel in the West against Parramatta. They've had to refund half the ticket mm-hmm. because we're down to 50%. Now, that might even change. There's another 30 cases that have been announced. We're waiting on Gladys Berejiklian and the Premier to let us know what the latest was from the last 24 hours. And if there's a if there's a jump in that, then lockdowns might might continue and, and um, you know be increased. So it, it's the great unknown at present. Um, I think I think this challenge that the NRL are facing because of the lockdown in Sydney, because of how contagious this variant of the COVID strain is and because of the fact that these nine sides have to find ways to play games and that I think now governments, the Canberra government, uh, the ACT government has shown this, that they're probably a little less willing to allow special exemption to fly in and out and Mm. all that sort of thing. I I think the competition is under greater threat now than it was at any stage last year. I walked into Optus Stadium here in Perth yesterday at 10.30 to be on air at 11 for the preview of AFL Nation between the Bulldogs and Eagles. And there was a bit of chatter at, at ground level right near the Eagles change rooms. Oh, the game could be in doubt, blue, blah, blue. And we nah, nah, she'll be right. Don't worry. Ah, nah, nah, nah. We're going to have lockdown. By the time I got out of the lift at the top end, uh, no crowd, no staff. That's yep. how quickly it changes. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Right now... We think Newcastle can host this game on Thursday. Now, if there's a case reported in Newcastle and there's you know, every likelihood that that could be the case, then that game doesn't go ahead. Um, it's a very, very challenging time. At a time when, you know what it's like working in sport, Timmy, that resources are stretched all the time and you're asked people to do extra things um, at, at any given point. You know, never has the NRL been under more stress than at this point. Yes, you would hate to be. I don't think there's been too much sleep had by the authorities of NRL and the AFL over the last few weeks and let alone the last 24 hours. Appreciate your time, Jimmy. Well done for New South Wales. Big win again, game two. So just in passing, what, what does game three mean to anyone? Obviously, clean sweeping is all part of the psyche of State of Origin, but what does it really mean? Are you talking about the players and their yeah, fifteen thousand dollars? What, what are they? Are you, are, you, oh. are you talking about the coaches and their, oh, you know, bonuses. three nil series victory? Oh. Are you talking about? Are you talking about Channel Nine oh, and yes. their ratings blockbuster that yes. may not be as big a blockbuster? But you know, I, I think the thing with this New South Wales side is everyone loves to watch them play. Latrell Mitchell, Tommy Turbo, James Tedesco. You want to watch them play, so. There are ratings of traction from that point of view. Oh, there's lots of vested interest in this one, Timmy. <laughs> okay, Jimmy. We won't be downing tools just yet. When is game three? 
Game three, July 14. Where it is, not sure. Mm, we'll keep an eye on that one. Appreciate your time. Thanks, buddy. Jimmy Smith, NRL Nation, and it was big. Big by the Blues last night. It was great viewing as well. We'll take a break. This is Monday's edition of the Sporting Goss.